This podcast is brought to you by Toasted Marshmallow Adventures Studio. Contact them at gettoasted at toastedmarshmallowadventures.com for all of your podcast production needs. Good morning and welcome to Not Everyone Gets a Trophy with Amy and Mo. Well, good morning and welcome to our podcast. It's Not Everyone Gets a Trophy with Amy and Mo. Welcome back, everybody. Good morning. We're so excited to be here. Let me tell you. Yeah, we took some time off. Uh, big time, big time time off. But that's what life is about, right? And we, we keep saying this. And uh, we just have to roll with it. And uh, sometimes we get away from things, um, but we're not going to get away from this. We're going to keep going. Yeah, we're back in the studio. Just me and Mo. Yeah. And uh, I have to say, because it's part of who we are, uh, our producer is actually sitting in our um, studio. It's not our studio. Though. Well, his studio, but he's studio. No, no, no. You're, you're so right. But he is sitting in. I almost called it a session, but oh. it's not even a session either. It is our our recording. But I have to put it out there because uh, whether we want to or not, it will affect kind of like the dynamics of how we approach this and the energy. Right, that is part of life. It's anything that we're surrounding ourselves with. It it, it will. Especially because it's a triangle, okay? I'm big on triangles, and this setting is a triangle, which triangle is the biggest or the strongest um, shape to break. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah, that's why the pyramids, that's why the pyramids, right? Everything's, they're the, like, that's why you need three people around your life. Pick three people, like a triangle of what you want to become, and then go after that. So, uh welcome our producer wants to say hello say hello chris hello hello yeah so from now on he's going to be joining us and i think that's awesome yeah um because we sometimes tend to mess things up and it's good to have somebody behind us to just kind of well that's what he does yeah he fixes all our messes our ums um all those little things that sometimes we do he corrects that sometimes you do (laughs) he makes me perfect I'm I'm just already perfect. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, all right. So let's start off with that. <laughs> tell, My Amy, perfectionism. Tell me, how let's, perfect let's, I am? let's catch up, people, on on kind of where we've been. Why haven't we um, been? You know, putting out episodes. Uh, let's give him a little update on, on where we're at, where life is at. Uh, so Amy, just catches up. What's going on? I don't know why we always have to talk about what's going on with me. Yeah. But we will because I, I love Because you love talking about yourself. I do. So, I yes. freaking do. And then from there I pull. Like I think people have started noticing that trend that yes, we do talk about you. But then out of that we pull content and, and we kind of make it, we generalize that content to, to fit people's story. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So we do a lot of this podcasting and we have a lot of people in here. Uh, talking about how to reach out to others in the community and how to serve others. But I think sometimes we just need to serve ourselves. And I think this little time that I've taken off, it was kind of just to regroup, re-energize because I was overwhelmed. And I think in the last couple of episodes that we recorded, I was kind of feeling it like the, the plate was 
too full. Too full. Yeah, I think and, everybody can notice that. Yeah, and we we did talk about that a little bit, and so <clears throat> that's okay. I think I just had to make a conscious decision to take a break. Um, and it was good for me. Yeah. I I kind of started getting an attitude, and I wasn't doing my self care rituals like I normally do. Um. I, I kind of was just doing the things, you know, I got to get, just going through get the motions yeah. of life without actually being present. Got to get to that. Got to yeah. get to this. And I became a lot more irritable and I just couldn't do it anymore. And I think it's really important to be aware of when you just can't take anymore before you start. Where it starts to chaos. bleed. Yeah. Where, where the chaos and this dysfunction starts to happen. It's, it's so great to have some awareness and just like cut it off. Yeah. right when it starts so that's kind of what i did and and i think that's really important for why we do this podcast yeah. is um we we're so busy serving others but we we have to remember to take care of ourselves so a lot has changed yeah and and, and I, I oh go ahead no no and i want to say that it is it's so much it's very easy to once you stop doing something to not want to continue doing it right it's almost this thing where if you get in a routine of doing things okay. you keep doing it but once it's almost like when you're on a diet and you have a little bit of the m&ms or you have a little bit of sweets it's this slippery slope and you just want more sweets and sweets and sweets and sweets at least that's what happened to me when i was actually you know dieting and, and working out it was once i had a little taste of the one thing that i should not it was like a slippery slope and for a moment there i was like well is this it is this it for us in terms of should we just call it quits um is this life telling us you know maybe this is it um but i think we found a way to to get back in here and getting back in here i think has been a challenge because once you step away from something that it's a routine it is twice as hard to get back on that routine right yeah but i also believe that I just try to keep this open mind that if something is meant for me, it always will come back. And when it, and when it, when you come back and you go back to the things that are serving you, I feel like you're even better at them. Yeah. So, uh, so I mean, okay. So for example, there are some things that are not, I didn't like this in my ear. Okay. I, I don't like it. Um, okay. Where was I? So some things that are not good for me, I want them anyway. And I feel like when I go back to them after I've kind of set them down for a while, mm -hmm. if I pick them back up or go back to the same situation, it, it's even more dysfunctional and chaotic. But when I go back to things that I know make me feel good and they serve me and they serve others, it's like a it's like a big, huge comeback. Right. So I feel like coming back to the studio that we're, we have so much to bring mm -hmm. and so many people that are so excited about our our podcast. And remember when you said, hey, we were going to get back on this podcast because it's growing and we're not even doing anything. Yeah. About, do you remember that? Yeah. So I think it was like two weeks ago. I was like, hey, um, I was like, we've been out for a while, but for some reason, it was almost like shameful to to look at the page where it shows our number because we weren't doing anything about it so there was almost this like guilt of oh, man i don't want to look at it because i don't want that to be the end of us and yeah. therefore i didn't want to look at it but i looked at it and 
I thought it was just going to be like, eh, you know, just consistently where we left it at. And when I looked at it, I'm like, oh my gosh, people are listening mm-hmm. to us. And, and that's when I'm like, okay, either I have to reach out to Amy or we have to find <laughs> a way to keep this going because this isn't about us. No, this has, this has never, I mean, initially it was kind of cool, but I think there is a bigger purpose as to why we do this. And, and we don't know that purpose. And I think at times that, that's okay. That's okay to right. do things because ultimately they are producing something positive away from us. It's just doing its own thing, right? We had Jason Coombs and like he mm-hmm. talked about his book and the book is doing its own thing. Like mm-hmm. to that point that it's just, it's not really my book. It's, hey, it's just the book. Side note. Did you yeah. know that his uh, brick house, they got an, not, yeah, an they, award. Yeah, absolutely. Like, so shout out to the, to Jason Coombs. Shout out to them. Yeah. We, uh, they got an award for number the most, one mental like, health and, and Boise. We were like a part of that. We well, were. I mean, kind of in, somehow having him here in the studio we you know he got to like reach out to other people like that so fulfilling for me yeah like absolutely like we actually um in our instagram i kept like pushing it and pushing it and saying hey now go go and vote for idaho's uh number one mental health it was something along the lines it's so fun to be connected to stuff like that absolutely so when you came to me and said people it's growing and people are listening i'm like oh my god i gotta get back to that yeah because it's it is purposeful like i know that i meant to be here it i i it's like almost unexplainable but i was losing like that fire to want to do much yes and so i kind of just took a step back and just didn't do anything mm-hmm. and i had to make some really tough decisions and and in those decisions believe me will bring fruits it's a sacrifice Ugh. in order to talk about that yeah in order for <laughs> in order if you want anything to come into your to your life you have to make the sacrifice and the sacrifice is you have to sacrifice something bad for something good to come in how do you uh, know it's bad though because when it feels good it doesn't seem like it's bad okay and, and i was talking about this in in, <laughs> in so i'm huge into the brain right now because i'm taking anatomy and physiology and I have to give a shout out to Dr. Uh, to Mikus, um, because Mikus, M- Mikus, <laughs> and, and he probably is going to be like, it's not Mikus, it's probably <laughs> something else. But um, he's my professor and he has been teaching about the brain. And I'm so high on the brain because I've been learning about the right hemisphere and left hemisphere and how the right side of your brain is 100% mindfulness. And then the left side of your brain is subjective your history your past language right everything has to be kind of dumbed down versus the right side of your hemisphere everything is nirvana and i learned what nirvana is do you know what the do you know what sounds that means? great explain it do you, do you, i mean it, I, like I, a, i'm gonna ask chris, chris on this one do you know what nirvana is it's a band uh, no, it, no 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 yeah it is, is a band they play music from what i understand it's just like a total like place of like happiness or like yeah some uh i don't know almost like euphoria place yeah euphoria is yeah and it's almost so so i want to go to the right side so and the way he explained it is um, for each emotion, energy can be um, measured, right? Through uh-huh. frequency. So right. the right side of the brain, all it does is measures frequency. That's how it determines how it's going to make you feel as a human being. And that information is coming from your left side, right? So everything's subjective. 
So when the brain gets that message, it doesn't give content. It only gives frequency, meaning that so when it touches the right side, the higher it goes, the more you're going to experience happiness, joy, all the good feelings. And the lower the frequency is, the more you're going to experience like like sadness, depression, depression, like isolation, anger and those things. Right. And in between what defines both of them. The feeling that defines both of them, it's courage. Courage is kind of the the middle one that says, if you have courage, that's what kind of tips over to having a high frequency and and low frequency. And, And ever since I heard that, I was astonished because then he talked about nirvana and how and how people don't experience nirvana. Like there's just only a handful of people who get to experience that. And how do you know? How do you know if you're that person? Well, it's very hard because I feel like I've experienced euphoria, and I think people can. And there's certain moments, maybe when you're getting married or giving birth, or okay, there's certain ones that carry a lot of that frequency that allow you to experience that. And 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 some of that, a lot of those experiences could go back to you. You're like when you were an infant because you're below self conscious, so it's easier to experience that mm. because you have not experienced too much. So frequency is is going to be a lot easier, right? To if you have a very healthy, you know, uh, growing up. Um, so going back to just kind of what I was saying is, I've been trying to keep that frequency up. How do you do that? How do you do that when you have a bad circumstance? How do you do that when you have to make the right decision, but it doesn't feel good? Okay. Well, I love that. Yes. Okay. Here's another fact. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So he explained this. He's like, there is a way that you can determine between your super ego and your ego. And I'm like, oh my gosh, please tell me what that is. Me too. And he says pronouns. And I'm like, pronouns? And he's like, yeah, pronouns. And he said, if... You, when you're making a decision, if you say, I need to do this, it's your left side of your hemisphere because I is very subjective. I need to do this. Right. Mm -hmm. But there is a time where you hear this other voice and this other voice says, you should not do this. Okay. And when he talked about that, he explained like, if you really think about the context, you should not do this. Where is that coming from? Like a third person. Like a third person, yeah. right? Okay. And he explained that there is many theories, but one theory is that that is your spiritual connection. That is the right side of your brain that is telling you like, you know, if you, if you think about your child, you don't say, hey, I don't do that. You you go and says you should probably not do that because you're trying to protect them. Okay. Okay. So internally, when you're trying to make a decision, that is the way to understand whether you're on your left or on your right side of the brain. But which one do you listen to? And you have to be consciously aware because most of the time you will not pick up on the I or you. And this is why I'm bringing it up because now that I'm trying to make this aware you're going to think about, oh my gosh, there's that voice. The, Mo, you should probably study. Okay, right? (laughs) Versus, uh, I don't really feel like studying because it's been a long day. That's the left side of your brain, assuming that 
everything about your life up to this point has said, if you work more than 12 hours, we're going to be tired, right? So he explains as to your left side of the brain, yes, things happen to you, but they're very subjective and they don't make sense. They're not accurate because you're putting your own two cents into that story. Mm-hmm. So the idea is how do we live more on the right side of the brain? That's that's where it's at. And that's where it's at. And so there was this lady on YouTube, and I think it's called uh, An Insight into, um, I don't know, something about the brain. But it's on YouTube. But there was this lady who was studying for Harvard. And studying my, for Harvard? Like or in at a study, Harvard? at study, whatever. A study at yeah. Harvard. And okay. I, the details might be, you know, vague because I just learned about this. But there's a video and I can, you know, if you're really interested, shoot me a text and I can send you the, the link to it. But this lady had um, the left side. She had a uh, blood clot on the light, uh, left side of her brain. So it prevented her from using the left side of her brain. I need a blood clot. And this allowed her... <laughs> But I don't want to stroke. <laughs> yeah. Was, this <laughs> I don't al- want to brain in yours. This allowed her to live 100% on the right side of her brain. And she was able to experience nirvana. And and she was actually studying about the brain. So she was actually studying and then was actually in her brain. And she was actually, she was able to 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 say or the insight to understand, wow, this just happened to me. Right. And she's in her brain just making it all put it together and she would stare at her hands stare at her nails because nothing mattered you she didn't have to worry about her job about her past about bills nothing because those things do not matter to the right side of the brain it's just all about the here and the now (laughs) did she pay her bills though like is any of that happening no so she i think she was down for like eight weeks but during those eight weeks Uh she can't go to that side of the brain Uh so everything about her life was just the here and the now. Oh gosh. And she was able to just kind of touch things, understand things. You can multitask on your right side of the brain. You can't do it on your left side. Hmm. So when you're on the right side, it's 100 mindfulness, meaning that you can smell, touch, see all at once. Hmm. And in my brain, I'm like, oh my God, is that like LSD? Right? I know. Like, it's like, are we a- on shrooms? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Chris's because- <laughs> eyes got really big right now. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> um, so that's what I, honestly, that's what I've been studying the last uh, few weeks. And, and being able to teach this in my groups. And honestly, I've seen such a transformation from the people that I give this to because they take this, they understand it. And they're able to see things differently. I mean, just simply the idea of understanding the pronoun of I want to do this versus you should do this changes your perspective <laughs> on life because it's a good way to just, well, okay, I probably, I, I probably shouldn't be going out. Right. But where, where, where's the part of the brain where you acknowledge what you should do, but then you do what you want to do like what the left side tells you to do anyway the left side is always going to win if you're not mindful or what's happening well it's hard to be mindful it is and this it is and that's why everything i feel like i feel like people know better they just don't do better and yeah. i'm i'm like guilty of that we are guilty like i'm a therapist and i love the brain and i've never heard this right so i've been living through my struggles and i've never once paid attention on the I want to do this versus you should do this. Never once. Hmm. 
But once you're aware of it, you at least now have a choice consciously to say, screw it. I'm going to Vegas all on black. Yeah, let's right? do that. And if, if you do that, that, that. Isn't that called impulsivity? Uh, it can or mania. <laughs> <laughs> so, but we're in euphoria, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's a cool trick for it those who are listening, cool. who are struggling um, to make that right decision. To, to stop, because I always say you're one decision away from being a different person. Yeah. And and sometimes we don't have the help. We don't have the medication. We don't have the counseling resources. I just don't feel resources. like we have the courage. And I don't think it's courage. I think I courage think comes courage. No, after I'm, you're aware. People people put limits on them own, own selves. And it's it's I think a lot of it's based on courage and and judgment. And, and courage is a decide. Like it's that it's very important. It's that feeling that is going to push you to a higher level of like that frequency and then you will start attracting that frequency yeah so that's the but i, I still think it's yeah. it's like the the faith that faith over fear and the courage and i i, I just keep coming into life circumstances. fear has a very low frequency so well, it, maybe if i was conscious about that then i wouldn't be so fearful exactly and, and that's what i'm saying that's exactly what i'm saying that, that you just need to be conscious mm-hmm. of that and saying, whoa, my left side of the brain, it's telling me to be fearful. But I understand that if I want to succeed and level up, I cannot allow the right side of the brain to give me this frequency based on my own experiences. It's super scary. It is very scary. I don't scary. know why fear is so powerful. It's he, powerful. <clears throat> so... Because the I lower think, your frequency, the more vulnerable you are. Mm, and therefore, okay. the more people can take from you. Oh, I don't like that. So when you hear those people say, I'm so happy, right? Uh, yeah, but your energy is not telling me that you're happy. So what happens is you are eventually, you hardwire the brain to believe that happiness is a certain frequency. Okay. And then that becomes your baseline. Oh no. Meaning that this is my this is my This happy is my happiness. happiness. And then you, the brain believes that. So mm-hmm. when you actually meet somebody with the uh frequency of happiness, it it'll make that person feel threatened. Mm-hmm. And then they'll give you a lower frequency. So then they go even lower. So that's why it's way important to understand frequency and what is going to come out of that. Yeah, that that's a that's a lot of work. It is. It is. But I can I can tell you over the course of the five years that I've been really low, and I've I've had to challenge myself and take a lot of leaps of faith. Super, super, duper scared, and it's always paid off. But somehow I got in the last few months where I just got wrapped up in just keeping myself busy to a practice avoidance and like my my joy factor was going down 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 and I was just kind of like um adapting mm-hmm. to a new baseline right but but it wasn't feeling joyful anymore like where I used to feel I think this helped me understand you better to be honest with you because remember when you would say life is so good Life is so And good. I'm like, yeah, but, but your life sucks. No, it, right? it, it, I but, mean, but moments let's be, okay, did. There were moments, but that's where I'd be like, ah, oh, I'm so, and I, because I couldn't wrap my, my head around that. But 
what I understood is you were actually, perhaps you had a very bad, your left brain was kind of bad, but the frequency that you were giving was high. And it's good for me, but it's bad for you. Because what you're saying is, my life sucks, but I'm going to attach a positive feeling to it. Mm -hmm. So that it almost like, it's like this reverse psychology. But then you do attract good things into your life because of your frequency. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. And, and it, it just kind of clicked my mind. I'm like, yes. But if I was you, that would suck. Why? Because, because you're saying, hypothetically, you're saying, okay, my father passed away, but the frequency attached to that is going to be a very happy, right? Mm-hmm. So for other people is, yes, that's good. But for me, the more you do that, the more you're saying, my life sucks, but I love it. Mm. Well, I think that's difficult because I feel like I had moments where life was life sucked mm-hmm. or areas of my life that were sucking. But overall, I like I'm joyful. Like, I think I have a really good life, Mo. Do you know that? It's Nirvana and then Joy. And if you actually... I need to get to Nirvana. And if you, if you I'm act- going to come to concert soon. And if you actually understand the frequency of Joy, I don't think that's what you're meaning. And if what you're meaning is coming from your left brain, that means your sense of Joy is going to be very, very, very low. Mm. So that's you why... You that movie with the... It's like that uh, Pixar movie where like... There's a little girl in her in her brain. There's like joy and anger. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> what else? The feelings, right? What is it? What's it called? Crazy? Do you remember that song, that movie? What? The the Pixar movie uh, where it has oh, Inside Out. Inside Out. Inside yeah, out. yeah. Thank you. See, that's what we have. Chris, sit and talk to you sometimes, and you try to tell me I'm not what I am. Mm-hmm. I feel like my like joy is coming in, and she's like, or the sadness is moving mm-hmm. in, and just like pushing the button in my brain. Mm-hmm. I don't like when you do that. But I feel like okay, oh. so let's take that. Okay, I feel like <laughs> with her blue with sadness yeah okay i often feel that when it's blue you don't push sadness you push joy remember at the end where she was like no 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 <laughs> and she was trying to put a different feeling attached to it yeah i feel like oftentimes you would do that meaning that i knew you like you were falling apart but to the world yeah the joy en- goes over there and ting, ting, the, ting, ting. to the world the energy that you were giving was a, a high frequency and i'm like uh how is she doing that <laughs> right and it wasn't making sense but what it's not wrong it's not wrong to the because yes and no but i think ultimately once i was able to understand it i was like man that is sad disappointing for you because you're giving me something great but i know that perhaps you're not getting that yourself but it's only moments though right but the moments that you give at work perhaps were the most that you gave that energy and then when you would go home your frequency would just go down Mm, i don't know think about that i never really think about that yeah and that's the whole idea i kind of feel like it'd be exhausting to always stay in the right side and no and what i'm I'm saying is you shouldn't always be there because if my father dies i should be sad and that's going to be a low frequency and that's fine what's not fine is for something that not match 
if I'm getting married and I am anxious, that frequency doesn't match. Well, then don't get married. I think well, these are I think these are good signals. Well, I'm not saying that. I'm just, that was an example, <laughs> right? But I just wanted to, and I've been teaching this nonstop because the more I learn about the brain, the more I'm able to understand my own person, my own behavior, and what I'm in control and when I'm not in control. And I think it's important that when we go into counseling, when we go into medication, that we are taught more than that. Like I learned also that to prevent a panic attack, hot tamales and jumping in, in the shower, cold. That immediately will prevent you from from a panic attack. Hot tamales like the candy hot uh-huh. tamales? Uh-huh. I love hot tamales. And And yet... In the medical model, it's like, no, 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 here is medication. Well, sometimes medicine does work, Mom. No, I'm not saying it doesn't, but if we can prevent ourselves from using medication and saying, look, I can feel a panic attack coming, why wait for it? Why not just say, screw this, I'm about to go jump in cold shower, and you shock your body, and then you go to the right side of your brain. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. I'll have to try that. Yeah. So for those who are listening to us, if you feel it coming, don't lay down on the ground and have, I mean, for that amount of time, just jump in the shower and it will shock your body. Like, like it's, it's easy as that. Right. And that's understanding how the body works, how the mind works. So I'm just learning so much. I can tell. I'm so high on this stuff. Like, ah, I just want to tell everybody that I, that I talk to. Um, and, and it's working. Like, Well, I, I, I think that's a, I think it's like a great explanation of how, how you can be aware of what's happening in your brain. But how, how do you help somebody or like how, how does somebody take a risk that they know better, but they, don't, they can't do better? Like, how does that help them with trying to be aware of the left and right side of the brain? Like, what do you mean? Like, like taking a chance of a job or a relationship or, um, I don't know. Yeah. But but they won't, unless you understand what I'm saying, because hypothetically, if you come to me and say, Hey Mo, I have a job and I'll pay you $150,000. If my brain in the left side of the brain says, Hey Mo, are you sure about this? Do you think you can handle this? The frequency attached to that is going to be doubt nervous and therefore guess what low low and guess what i'm i'm probably not gonna do it <laughs> right i know but what if you should do it what if you what if the the risk is worth the reward and, and i think we're humans and we are all energy like this mic is energy my phone is energy everything about us is energy and once you understand that concept that we're energy then you're, you're going to start really understanding this world for what it is. I don't care if you believe in Buddha and God, but once you understand this concept of energy, if you understand energy and your energy, you get what you want. But you have to understand it before it happens. Like laws of attraction, same concept. Yeah, I do. But a lot I of people say, that. I want to become a millionaire. Okay, let's go watch some TV. No, you have to invest energy 
to get it. You can't just sit there and expect it to happen. You actually have to. And then after that is seeing it before it happens. You have to act like you have it. Denzel Washington said. I love Denzel. And he says. I was listening to him say. Uh, give thanks uh, to God for the things in advance that are already yours. Yeah. Okay. And and that's exactly what I'm saying. And I'm not saying if you believe in God or not, but it replaces God with the energy. And, and you're going to see that if you manifest what you want ahead of time and act like it's yours, that nothing in the way, nothing that happens to you will hold you back. It's Be- true. Because everything that you go through, trauma, you know, letdowns, will make you a better person for what you desire to be. Yeah, I do believe in that. That's what I that's kind of what I was thinking about when we weren't doing this like podcast. I'm, there was just so much mess and chaos and dysfunction going on that I don't necessarily know if I was like in present in the moment when we had when we had do these mm-hmm. episodes anymore. So that was part of why I just had to yeah. take a break. And and it, and we lose sometimes sight of our vision. Vision, dream, kind of same thing. When you lose sense of that vision is when you're going to get, you're going to get lost because anything that you're going to go outside of your vision to try to help somebody else because you feel like you need to help him. And what I tell people, I'm telling this pisses off people more than anybody. When I say you're not in this world to help anybody, like you're not. Yeah. Getting, getting your shit together takes a lot of selfishness. And it, people think it's wrong, and I, it, I get, I get upset when I'm like, no, there, you have to be selfish to get your shit together. Because when you're selfish and you have your vision, believe me, life will put somebody in your vision for you to help. That's it. Like I don't, and I, and I told this to people, I don't need to every time I go out to eat, grab the box to go because I'm going to look for a homeless person or somebody who needs this. No, I'm taking that because I want to eat it. If in between A and B, I bump into somebody who needs it, I'll give it to them. That's life. Putting somebody in my life to help. I'm not going out of my way. And I've learned that the hard way because Mm -hmm. when I go out of my way to help other people, I get in trouble. Or I get burnt. I get taken advantage of. Because that's the I. Uh-huh. I want to go help somebody versus the opportunity when you should help this person. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the difference. That's that's what keeps us focused on what we want to do. But if you don't have a vision, a dream, what I'm saying is not going to make sense. Because you're constantly trying to go here and then left and then right and then back and then forth. And then you're just confused. And then everything sucks and your job mm-hmm. sucks. Well, it's just, it's, it's just not going anywhere. And when I see people, I can come in and do groups 150% because I know in two years I ain't going to be here. And that's the truth. Mm-hmm. And therefore every day I show up, I can give a hundred percent. But if I don't have the vision and I don't see the end to this, I go in there and be like, Okay. Here we go. What a drag. Like, what a drag. Like, I don't Mm want to be here. And therefore, my frequency is low. And then nobody wants to be in my groups. Mm -hmm. But if if my frequency is high, I literally can't get people out of my group. Mm -hmm. Like, I have to kick them out and say, hey, it's a closed group. Talk to me after group if you do want to do this. And then I have to feel the energy. Because I'm not going to put somebody in there who is has, like, very low energy. I'm not. 
I got to protect those. I really like that you said that about not being in the same spot in two years. Yeah. I don't necessarily want to be in the same position I'm in in one year. Right. Like I want it to be better than it is right now. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I get to the goal or I get to a next level and Mm -hmm. I'm like, I think I'm going to be satisfied. And... And I think that's that's the problem because I, I hate to say that I'm unsatisfied because that's not really what complacency it is. versus content, right? I I'm like okay, but then I I'm like, what's next? I like I want to go, I want to go, I like I want to go for more. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's a good thing that you're constantly challenging yourself, taking your risks, and trying yeah. to to get better. Like I honestly, I don't know how many therapists are constantly evolving into wanting to know more about humans. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I know Steven does. And I know that what he does is is, is amazing. Mm-hmm. But I just don't know how many people have a passion for it to go out of their way, right? And within their vision, I guess, and and, and learn more. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's actually bizarre. And I think I, I kind of was getting this like circle of people around me that just didn't really have any goals or life plans. And it was, I was kind of like, Oh, you know what? I'm doing better than them. So I think I'm just going to chill right here. And, and it didn't sit well with me. And if you're the smartest person in this room, you're in the wrong room. Yeah. I want to, yeah, I, right. And I think that's, I've learned that is I I can't just be there. No, I just can't. I just feel like people need some sort of like motivation to, to like create a life that they want and do, do just that. I don't think it's motivation. I think it has to be the vision. Once you have the vision and you lose sight of the vision, motivation comes in to get you back into that vision. And that's all. Like motivation is, it gives you that, okay, that's what I want to do again. Like that, there it is. Okay, let's get back on track. I feel like my failures really give me that motivation. They jumpstart me into like, it projects me into being, wanting to be even better. Yeah. And that sucks. I hate, I hate the fall. <laughs> I hate failing. I, I think that that's, uh, that, that's what I'm saying. One, that. one of the biggest like letdowns is failing. I, I, I say it all the time, like, you know, failure isn't fatal, but oh my God, does it like, it's like a dagger in my heart. You're allowed to fail, but not be a failure. I, it's all the same to me when it happens. But what I'm saying is that sucks and stop thinking that way because otherwise you're wired to, I have to fail in order to level up. Amy, you don't have to always fail to level up. That's what, so just how about you? I think, it, I think that's my pattern. I know. I know it is. <laughs> so what I'm saying is because you're saying failure equals success. You, that's what I'm saying. Your, 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 your frequency is off. I need to learn more about my frequency in saying, Hey, I, I, I get it. I've done so good at failing and being successful. Hot now. <laughs> like let's take a Mayweather look now to where I'm done. The report. I, I'm done failing here and I'm going to do nothing but succeed. succeed. Yeah. And, and, and that, and that becomes then your, your, your frequency and saying it doesn't matter. I need a new baseline. It doesn't matter what I'm going to do. I am going to succeed. And failure within success success is not going to be seen anymore as a failure. Oh, yeah. That's a perspective. 
Yeah. It really is perspective. Because if you. But that's where I'm at. I'm like, oh, fuck. Here I am again. Right back at the fucking bottom. Mm hmm. And I'm, and it takes a little bit, like I keep myself busy until I can like grieve it. Mm -hmm. And then in that process of grieve, I have to get pissed off to get back up. Yeah. And I'm exhausted. Yeah. And it's because I honestly think that you're uncomfortable with silence. Oh yeah. I, I don't sit well. Yeah. There's nothing, there's nothing louder than a quiet house. Yeah. And what I'm saying is there's nothing more visible outside of our eyes than energy like i always ask the you know when you go to the hospital and you break an arm or whatever <laughs> yeah, um, that's like a common thing no, yeah no. you know like when, when you break your those, arm those machines the machines that they use to <laughs> see the bones x-ray ct all those things right <laughs> yeah what do you think they measure have you ever thought why how, how is it possible for it to go through your skin and see the bone I don't know. It's some science shit. Some it measures design. energy. Okay. Well, I get everything is energy. That, that's what I'm well, saying. I've taken these classes but, before. But to me, that was I, was I was curious. I was like, how can this machine not catch my skin, but it can catch my bones? And it's because energy. Do you know if they got those machines and they actually took a picture of this room, it will see energy. It can tell you where the energy is at. But to our eyes, is naked. Shut the door. Shut the lights in this room. And what are we? Nothing. Well, we're not yeah, visible well, to each other. Yeah, we're not visible. Exactly. We're That's what I'm saying. The only reason why we can see each other is the reflection onto our skin. I feel like there's a piece of hair in my nose. Yeah. So to say this is, we are energy. And the moment you understand your energy, you can accomplish anything. And it sounds like a broken record. But this is one thing that I've been studying. And I thank Dr. Mikus, Mikus, uh for teaching me this. And I will bring, I, I am going to bring him in. You should. But I have to I'd take, like to I, I have to take AMP2. <laughs> so I can't bring him in until I take AMP2. So with that being said, anything else you want to tell us that, that I missed, Amy? No. Is that what you said? No, I'm just trying to put pieces together. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely want to keep keep my vision, get back on track. I I think it's a good opportunity to tell people that if they feel like they're stuck in a rut, that they got to they got to get their vision back. It's all I, about I the mean, vision. I mean, I talk about manifesting your life, create a, you know, write write down your goals, write down your plans, put together a dream board. Like you got to start somewhere. Yeah. And but you can't do any of what I'm telling you without first seeing it and believing it that it's yours for it to manifest. That's the biggest thing. If I want to become a nurse practitioner, guess what? I'm already a nurse practitioner. Oh yeah. And the crazy thing is it doesn't the first test that I took, I failed. And you know what I did? I was like, eh, that's okay. Because I understand that I put three, four hours into studying, even though I failed, I've put in the energy. I got to be in the class right now. Oh yeah. I believe that you can do anything you put yeah. your mind to. We are, we put our own limits on our, the life we want. Yeah. I think, but I think sometimes, you know, we get busy and we make ourselves busy on purpose to practice avoidance. And 
Or maybe it's just me. I don't know. You listen to your left side of the brain too much. I do. Yeah. I need to be more impulsive, though. I, I think if anything, that would help you. Because when you're trying to, if you're going to make a bad decision, just the, the best way to start being mindful of the present and the here and now is by grabbing something, a pen, and start staring at it and seeing what it is. And staring at it and just like, oh, wow, I didn't know this pen looked this way. Oh, wow, look at this pixel. Right? The more you do that, the more away you get, you get away from the left side of the brain. So when people say mindfulness is everything, now I understand it. Mm-hmm. I'd like to hear more about what. And I'm going to bring you in because, oh, my gosh, this, this guy is, he's got a, a PhD in biology within psychiatry or something like that. So he has studied atoms and and how they reproduce and energy and he is he he's the real deal. So I appreciate it. And this is what I'm saying. My vision goes with who I am as a therapist. Like this class is making more sense as a therapist mm-hmm. and who I'll become. I'm on the right path. I know I'm on the right path. That's it. And I'm at peace with that. That's good. Yeah. Well, it's been good to be back in the studio. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys for listening to us. We're going to have some speakers coming in again. Yes. I got a couple of people that have been knocking on the door. Yeah, we have a the couple. The social media door. When am I going to record my podcast? Yeah. So um, if you guys want to be on our podcast or you have something to say comment find us on not everyone gets a trophy.com we also have our insta that we're going to start updating again and we also have a facebook so tune in next week for another great talk with us yeah, and take care of your energy yeah <laughs> yeah get a vision and go for it that's right all right well we'll see you next week adios adios